Field, Bill Robinson. In center field, Joe Pepitone. And in right field, it's Andy Cusco. Bob Cox at third. Mickey Mantle at first. Tom Dresch and Horace Swatch. Up the middle, it's short and second. Jake Gibbs does the catching. Steve Barber making his 17th start of the year. He's pitched three complete games and has one shutout. One six, lost fourth. In 110 and two-thirds innings, Barber has given up 106 base hits, walked 51, struck out 78, has an earned run average of 2.68. His only decision this year with the Tigers was a loss. In that ball game in Detroit, Barber was victimized by some uh, loose fielding behind him, and most of the runs he gave up were unearned runs. The Detroit Tigers won the ball game eight to one. Of the eight runs, only three were in. Here we go with Mickey Stanley leading off. And the first pitch of the game comes in high, ball one, and we're underway. Stanley batting 256. 14 doubles, six triples, 10 homers, 51 runs, batted in. Barber's next pitch. Strike is called. It was Stanley who had a grand slam home run against Barber in that game in Detroit. That accounted for so many unearned runs. The inning should have been over. Little problem out at second base, Horace Clark. Requesting time. I believe he has a little equipment problem here. The sunglasses, uh, the strap may have broken or something. The Clark comes over for some more sunglasses. I had not seen an umpire call time. The batter, Stanley, had stepped out, played umpire Springstead, looked around at him, and Stanley pointed toward Clark, who was walking off the field. I'm sure Horace had requested time, though, from first base umpire John Clardy. Barber turns at the bill of his cap, looks at the baseball. Now throws the rubber, looks down again. He has a one-ball, one-strike count on Stanley. First batter in this afternoon, first game. The wind-up, and here's the pitch. Inside. Makes it turn one. Dick Krasuski is on deck. Stanley has gone three for 15 so far in this series. There's a line drive by pass Barber and on into center field for a base hit. Stanley, a big swing around first. Stop. Barber stuck his left hand out in the direction of that line drive, and he can be thankful the ball did not hit it. It was well hit when it passed the mound. Well, the leadoff man is on, and Kazuki, the shutstop, steps in. Kazuki batting 162. Right-hand hitter. Takes the pitch at the knees for a tall strike. Barber has won four of his last five decisions. Six and four for the year. This is turned Friday night due to a sore arm, but the Sonics had gone by today. He deals for this game who follows it to the seat on the first base side. No balls and two strikes. Afternoon, double header tomorrow night, double header Tuesday afternoon. Hmm. That's how we year, isn't it? 
Yankees have won 10 of their last 13 games, hoping to keep that streak going. This afternoon against the league leaders, the Detroit Tigers. Tigers leading by six and a half games over Baltimore. Stanley leads at first to pitch. Suzuki lines it foul to the left side. Ball at the fence in front of the box. seat, past the third base dugout. Down all the way out into left field. A real shot but foul. Jason did not hear last night's scores. The Orioles beat Boston by a score of 6-3 to three and gained a full game on Detroit. Baltimore now six and a half games back. There's still six games to be played between Baltimore and Detroit. 0-2 oh, pitch. High to Suzuki. A ball and two strikes. It's coming just outside. He checked his playing and it's ball two. This is the only doubleheader in the American League this afternoon. Robert ready to work. And the 2 2 pitch to Krasinski almost hit him, low inside. Full count three and two. We'll see whether they have Stanley running or not. Pay pitches low, ball four. Barber lost him after having him nothing and two. Stanley goes to second. Suzuki draws the walk. The batter will be the right fielder out to line. Key line is hitting 270. He has eight home runs, 44 runs batted in. Play the infield in one third and up the middle. Pepitone plays a rather shallow center field against Kaline. Robinson backed up and left. Out in right field, Costco skated over toward the alley in right center. Gibbs went to the mound to talk to Barber, comes back. Mantle deep at first. Scott's at third, a step behind the bag and uh, not close to the line. Scott plays fairly wide on most hitters. Robert checks second, here's his pitch. And he's in there for a strike one. Keyline ran his hands up the bat handle, but was taking rather than bluffing a butt. Stretched by Barber, and here's the pitch to Keyline. High and outside, and gives that to move for it. line with 312 lifetime home runs. The Tigers' best all-around player in many years. Probably the best outfielder in the American League in the last uh, 10 years or so. One-one pitch to him. Luke out into left field. It's going to be in for a base hit. One run will score. Robinson takes the ball down. In the score is Stanley, Suzuki goes to third, and Kaline holds the first base for the single. The Tigers lead one to nothing. 
Elon gets his third hit of the series. His 45th run batted in. And now Willie Horton. Always a dangerous hitter. Horton is batting 276. Only two men in the American League have had more home runs than Horton. Frank Howard and Ken Harrelson. Horton has 30. 66 runs batted in. Strong right-hand batter. Swings and misses, strike one. There's still nobody out here in the first inning. Field back at double play depth. The pitch outside to Horton. One ball and one strike. Suzuki at third. Kalon at first. Infield playing to give up the run and try to get the double play on a ground ball. A five. Ball two. Turn one. Suzuki at third, Kaline at first, pitch to Horton, swing and a miss. Barber got the fastball by him, and it's two balls and two strikes. Horton homered for the only run yesterday afternoon for Detroit. Hit a ball deep into the Tiger bullpen, out past the left field fence. Ball had been hit more towards center, would have been in the left field bleachers, which we talk about so often, so few balls having been hit out there. I believe only one this year, one by Costco. Maybe another one. Costco's the only one I recall. Two, two, six. High. Both out three and two now on Willie Horton. They'll probably have the line running. Down of the first, Tigers with a run across. Runners at the corners. Barber takes the sign from Gibbs. Looks over to first. Here's the pitch. K-line does not go, and it's high, ball four. Bases are loaded. So, manager Ralph Hawk is on his way to the mound now to see if Barber's arm is painting him, or whether he is just uh, having an ineffective first inning for other reasons. Walking with Barber back to the mound. Gibbs standing down on the grass, and Barber stays in. Bill Freehan, the first baseman, stepped in. Freehan is hitting 248, 19 home runs, 66 runs batted in. Bases loaded, nobody out, the infield back. Barber has given up two hits and two walks and one run.
starts the move. Full motion. Here's the pitch. Free on it. The ground ball to third. Cox has it. Steps on third. And the throw to the plate hits Krasinski in the back. Bounces over toward the street. Krasinski scores. Kaline scores. And on to third base on the whole play with Willie Horton. They had the double play, but Cox hit Krasinski with the throw to the plate. Gibbs talking to the plate umpire, possibly about interference on the runner coming home. Oh, they had the double play and should have had two outs there, but the throw home hits the runner. K-Line is out at third. He does not score. K-Line was out at third. Krasinski scores. Horton goes to third and two runs are in. One on that play. Brianne, a fielder's choice and a run batted in. Scoreboard shows three runs. Only two came in, though, because K-Line was out at third base. Here's the pitch now to John Wirth. Strike called over at the knees. Cox fielded the ball near the bag, stepped on third with Kid Fourth, K-Line. Then he threw home, trying to get Krasinski, and his throw home hit Krasinski. Barber deals. There's a foul back on the netting. No balls and two strikes on Don Worth. The infield stays back. Willie Horton is at third base and freehand on all the action, running straight down the line at first. Made it no farther. Even though being forced to third, came down the line, stepped on the plate, but his run does not count. He was out. The pitch, worth swings and misses, strike three. Joe Barber has two down here in the first inning. The batter will be the catcher, Jim Bright. Bright, the right hand batter, hitting 176. He's had two home runs, 11 runs got it in. times during the season, manager Mayo Smith has put free uh, on at first base, Jeff Kaline in the outfield, and used Price as the catcher to stack the right-hand hitters in his lineup. Kaline, though, has become more and more the backup first baseman, so to speak, for Norm Jack, or the right-hand hitting first baseman. Six to Price. Line drive, one hop by Bobby Cox at third. He throws over to Mantle, and the side is retired. Tigers come up, though, with two runs on two hits. There were no errors. Check that. There was one error. The throwing error by Cox at third. And two men are left on base. At the end of one half inning of play, the score. The Tigers two and the Yankees coming to bat. Well, the Detroit Tigers have a long top half of the first inning in which they scored two runs on two hits. A Yankees throwing error and two men left. And now the bottom half of the first inning, the Yankees go against uh, slender right-hander Pat Dobson. Dobson has a record of 3-5, and five, no decisions this year or lifetime against the Yankees. Dobson, in one game against the Yankees this year, pitched five and two-thirds innings of relief. And retired 16 men in a row. He's dealing to Horace Clark. And the first pitch, get on the ground of the shortstop. Krasinski is up with it. Throws on to first base, one out. 
Jake Gibbs will bat. While Clark was hitting 221, Gibbs is batting 223 as he steps in. 72 hits on the year, 10 doubles, 3 triples, 2 home runs, and 24 runs batted in. Gibbs also owns 8 stolen bases, leading all Major League catchers to my knowledge. He runs up as if to bunt and takes a strike one. Mickey Mantle kneeling on deck. The 0-1 pitch to Gibbs. Bouncer right back to the pitcher, Dotson. He flags it down, shot puts it over to first base. That's all for Gibbs, two out. And now the next. First pitch to Mantle. Inside, ball one. Mickey batting left-handed. 16 homers, 44 runs butted in. His next home run will break the tie with Jimmy Fox and put Mantle in third place all by himself on the all-time list. Pitch to him. Strike is called, and it's one and one. In all probability, Mantle will not play the second game of the doubleheader today, but would be available in it for pinch hitting duty. Mickey's last home run came as a pinch hitter. 1-1 pitch to him. Popped up high in the air on the left side in foul territory. The third baseman Ward waiting for it. Near the line, makes the catch just in foul ground. So for the Yankees, a 3-up, three 3-down, three nothing across inning. At the end of one, the score is Detroit 2 and New York nothing. Tigers lead off the second with their second baseman, Tom Mackey. M-A-T-C-H-I-C-K. Mackey uh, rejoined the club from his military unit in time for yesterday's ball game. Mackey hails from Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Before he steps in, Barber has yet to complete his warm-up throws. Our New York Yankee baseball, let's pause for station identification. Hi, this is Jerry Ducey. Join me for my telephone talk show, weeknights here at 810 on your dial, WGY Schenectady. Tom Hatchick had a sensational spring training last year in 1967. He had 484 in the spring training game. Spent the year at Toledo, batted 289, came up with the Tigers in time to get six times at bat and have one base hit. Coming into this ball game, Magic is hitting 205. He's the left-hand batter. Barber's first pitch time. Fouled away to the seats on the left side, just missed the facing of the upper deck. Oh, bounced down off the dugout roof and back on the field. Now, those fouls that bounce back, you feel like, uh, well, somebody's been cheated just a little bit, don't you? One of the other games yet underway, Boston at Baltimore, Cleveland at Washington, Minnesota at Chicago, and California at Oakland, all single games. Pitch to Magic. A ball just a bit high. One and one. Wow, 
Barber winds and throws. There's a ground ball toward Clark. Horace Hassett going to his right. Throws over to Mantle. In time, one out. They'll bring up the pitcher, Pat Dobson. Dobson is hitting 174. Detroit leading by a score of 2 to nothing. Dobson has been up 23 times this year. He has four base hits. One run batted in. Barber pitches. Dobson takes the ball outside. Right-hand batter. He bats just as he throws. This is Dobson's ninth start. He looks at a strike over at the knees. He has relieved 29 times. He has completed one game and has one shutout to his credit. This is the first time Dobson had ever started against the Yankees. Barber's pitch. Strike two call with a fastball. One-two delivery. Get up in the air out into right field. Backing off for it. Andy Costco near the warning track. He makes the catch. Costco had to backpedal in a hurry to catch up with that one. Mickey Stanley steps in. He led off the first inning with a single. Up the middle past Barber and scored the first of two runs for the Detroit Tigers. Good turn, it's outside, ball one. Wind up in the pitch. Strike on the outside corner, makes it one ball, one strike. The Tigers playing this uh, series against the Yankees without their regular second baseman, Dick McCullough who was suspended for his part in the fracas on Thursday. Outside pitch makes it two balls and one strike. McAuliffe and Tommy John, the pitcher for the Chicago White Sox, got into a bit of a brawl. Both were thrown out of the ball game. And McAuliffe wound up with a five-day suspension and a rather heavy fine. Two-one pitch to him. Ground ball into the shutdown stretch. He digs it off the right ankle, throws over the first base in time. Stanley is out and throws the side. Barber gets the Tigers in order. Nothing across, and at the end of one and a half innings of play, the score is Detroit 2 and New York nothing. For the second inning, the Yankees have the middle third of the batting order, Pepitron, Costco, and Fresh. Is hitting 244, 13 home runs, 46 runs put it in. In all fairness to Joe, you'd have to say he's had a pretty good year, considering the fact that he's missed well over 40 games because of injuries. The first pitch to him. Outside, ball one. Puppetron, one of the more controversial ball players, one of the more colorful players in the league. The pitch. Swing and a miss. He's swung in a pitch right in on his fist. One ball and one strike. Tepitone steps out. He wants the rosin bag. Gets it from Andy Costco, who is on deck. 
Yankees with 10 wins in their last 13 games. One of the warmer clubs in the league right now. The pitch to Pepitone. Third is swung on a missed strike two. Yankees' best streak before this was when they won 8 out of 9, May 19th through the 30th. Came into this game, two games under 500, the first time since Memorial Day, May 30th, that they were that close. The pitch coming. Foul back, and the count holds are one and two. Yankees have won 61 and lost 63. Closest team above them, Oakland, has won 66 and lost 62. The A's are three games ahead of the Yankees. One, two, pitch coming. Pepitone lines it down the right field side. It's a fair ball. It's a base hit. It's a foul ball when it comes down. Not deep enough to reach the seat. But it could have gone for extra bases had it been fair. A ball and two strikes. The count remains. Pepitone got around well on the pitch. Pulled it just a bit too much. Pepitone has said several times this year that he himself feels he's a better hitter after he has two strikes on him. Next pitch coming. Fouled away. Back to the upper deck. None of the other games yet underway. One two to Pepitone. Line drive, caught by a freehand at first base. A leaping catch by Bill Freehand to take a base hit away from Pepitone. And now Andy Costco. Costco had a good the first third of the season and tailed off during the middle third and during the last third of the season he's picked up again. Costco is batting 230, 13 home runs, 48 runs batted in. Pitcher and his low outside, ball one. Castro's 48 runs better in, tops on the club. Two ahead of Pepitone, four ahead of Mantle, three ahead of Trick. 1-0 pitch. Third ball is hit high in the air on the shallow center. Coming hard is Stanley. This ball may drop. And it is in there for a base hit. Castro racing to second, and he's in standing with a double. Mickey Stanley did not get a good jump on the ball. He got to it, got his glove on the ball, but it kicked off his glove. It cannot be charged as an error. He came a long way. If he'd started a half a step sooner, he might have caught it. But Stanley did not get a good jump on it, and Pepito, or rather, and Costco has a double. Yankees first hit of the game. John Trash the batter. Fresh hitting 197, nonetheless, has driven in 45 runs, has 11 homers. The pitch strike. Serve for a strike one. Fresh with 79 hits, 13 doubles, 3 triples, 11 homers. Oh, one pitch. Down low with another breaking ball. It's one ball and one strike. Out in center field, Stanley is shaded well over toward the alley in right center. 
Kaline plays a straightaway in deep right field, and Wharton moves over to his left, over towards center. Infield shaded to the right side or the first base side against Stretch. The pitch, he pops it up on the right side, backing off. The second baseman, Matchick, he's under it, makes the catch back in the grass. Two down. And now Bill Robinson. Robinson playing left field today in place of Roy White. Roy is attending an Army Reserve meeting. And will miss both games of today's doubleheader. White will be back for the doubleheader tomorrow night against the California Angels. Dobson working off the stretch. Check Castro over the right shoulder. Here's the pitch. Robinson looks at a curve and a strike on his call. Robinson hitting 217. He has 47 hits, 11 doubles, 5 triples, and 3 home runs. Next pitch is a ball down low, 1 and 1. Robinson and Roy White each have five triples to lead the club in that department. Set by Pat Dobson, here's his pitch. Looking to the side. Detroit leading two to nothing here in the bottom half of the second. Costco at second base, two out. Robinson got a little dirt on his hand, steps in again against Dobson. And the two one pitch to him. Check swing, ball two. Check that, make it ball three. Dobson and Price, the catcher, both questioning the call with plate umpire Marty Springstead. This is Pat Dobson, a native of Depew, New York. 26 years old, 6'3", 190. He deals, Robinson takes a strike call, and the count is full, three and two. and throws the rubber. Staring in at Price. The set and the pitch. Blowing outside. Ball four and Robinson walks. The first walk given up by Dobson. The Yankees have runners at first and second. And the batter is Bobby Trott. Batting at 226, has hit five home runs, driven in 31 runs, 
He also has 11 doubles and one triple. First pitch line, down low. Ball one. Short second, Robinson at first, two outs. One ball, no strike pitch to Bobby Cox. Dobson throws, curveball is fouled over toward the left side on the ground. One ball, one strike. leading two to nothing. Bottom half of the second. One one pitch to Cox. High and tight with a breaking ball. Two and one. Price, the catcher, is called time. Goes out to the mound. Jimmy Price is from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. 25 years old. Price was quite a high school football star. 25 colleges were after him. But he decided to play professional baseball instead of going to college. Gives the sign. 2-1 pitch will be coming down to Bob Cox. Here it is. He hits it high in the air out in the right field. K-line going back. Has it measured and has it in his lungs. To the guy at the side. Well, the Yankees, no runs, one hit. No errors, two men left on. And at the end of two innings, the score is Detroit two and the Yankees, nothing. We go to the third inning. Dick Krasinski will lead off for Detroit. Then Al Kaline and Willie Horton. Cleveland Indians have broken on front against uh, the Senators on a first-inning home run by Jose Cardinal. Sam McDowell pitching for Cleveland. Barry Moore for Washington. The Cardinal homer, the only run for Cleveland in the first, and now the Senators have come to bat. Nick Krasinski drew a walk and also scored a run in the first inning. The only walk Barber has given up. Check that. He's given up two walks. He also walked Horton in the first inning. Detroit leading, two to nothing. There's a strike over the outside corner. Krasinski, a right-hand batter. Just missed the corner that time on the ball. Manager Mayo Smith able to stack his lineup with right-hand hitters in this ball game. All but the second baseman, Tom Mackick. 1-1 pitch. Fastball is low and inside, almost hit him. Got past Gibbs and all the way to the backstop. Talked to Barber before the game this afternoon. Asked him about the score arm. He said, right now it feels great. He said, uh... 
The reason for the soreness and swelling had been explained to him by Yankee team physician, Dr. Gaynor. But it was one of those things that would come suddenly, but could also leave just as suddenly. And before the game today, he fell fine. 2-1 pitch. Fastball missed outside. And the count is 3-1 to Dick Suzuki. Barber said he did not know, of course, how the arm would feel once he started throwing. 3-1 delivery. Line to left field. Base hit. Bill Robinson over near the corner feels it. Suzuki holds on to first base with a single. Hit number three for the Detroit Tigers, and the batter will be out K-Line. K-Line in the first inning with runners at first and second drilled a single to left to score the first run or drive in the first run. Mattel holding against Krzyzewski. Barber deals K-Line. There's a line driving to center field for a base hit. Fielded by Pepitone. He throws into second base. As Krzyzewski races to third, and K-Line is two for two. So the top of the batting order, giving Barber trouble today. Stanley, Krzyzewski, and K-Line accounting for the four base hits the Tigers have. And now Willie Horton, who drew a walk in the first inning. Nobody out. The infield back at double play depth. Again, conceding the runner at third to try to get the double play. Horton swings and misses. Strike one. No balls and a strike to Willie Horton. Three on is on deck. The runner's edge away. The set for pitch. Inside. One ball, one strike. Willie Horton grew up in Detroit. He was quite a high school football and baseball star. Signed in 1962. One, one pitch. High. Ball two. Two balls and one strike. Willie Horton signed a professional contract when he was 18 years old. He was born in Virginia but was raised in Detroit. I believe I said he was born and raised there. He was born in Virginia, but the family moved to Detroit at a very young age for Willie. He bounces a foul off his left foot. Rolls slowly down the third baseline, and the count is two balls, two strikes. The game continues at the beginning of side two after a short delay. Scouts first started looking at Willie Horton when he was just 14 years old. When he was 16 years old, in a game at Tiger Stadium, he hit a home run into the right field pavilion. And when the Detroit Tiger Scouts saw that, they said they had to sign him, and they signed him two years later.
balls and two strikes to Horton. Krasinski at third, K-line at first. Barber looks in to give. Starts his move, checks the base runners. Here's the pitch to Horton. High and outside. Ball three. Barber's off speed pitch, riding high and up. Or high and outside. Usually, to a right-hand batter, it will break down and away. So the string runs out on Horton. We'll see if K-Line is going. Last time we had this situation, K-Line did not run. That was in the first inning. Krasinski at third, K-Line at first. Mantle holding against Al. The set by Barber. K-Line does not go. Horton hits a ground ball. Base set down the third baseline. Downs off in the left field. Gets by Bill Robinson. Krasinski scores. K-Line will score. Horton is in at second base for the double. Detroit leads four to nothing. That ball was hit just down the third baseline. May have even hit the bag. It was that close. And streamed on into left field after coming off the railing in front of the box seat down on the left field corner. It actually bounced by Bill Robinson. Bill might have had a play on K-line had he fielded the ball cleanly and left. Robinson has a fine arm. Rocky Colavito running out toward the Yankee bullpen. Colavito may be going out to warm up to come in and sit. That is very true because Hank has said that if ever he fell, the game was out of reach. Rather than waste a bullpen man, and now with the doubleheaders piling up, he might consider it wasteful to bring in a regular bullpen man. He said that he would use Saladino as a pitcher under those circumstances. Bill Prehan steps in, the Tigers leading 4 to nothing, with Horton at second, still nobody out. Barber's pitch to Prehan, low for a ball one. has two non-pitchers who can pitch, you know what I mean. Palavito is one, and Gene Michael is the other. one all pitch. Freehan takes a ball outside. 2-0. The blessing for the bullpen yesterday, really, when Sotomayor went all the way, they didn't have a single man warming up in the bullpen all afternoon. And every once in a while, your bullpen needs a rest like that. Two and all pitch. Coming to Freehan. Here it is. It's in there for a strike. Makes it two and one. Detroit in front, four to nothing. Washington tied Cleveland one to one at the end of one. Barber starts his move. Two one pitch. Swing and a miss by three and strike two. Speaking of Colavito going out to the bullpen to warm up, on the road, he and Steve Barber are roommates. And do you suppose they talk about pitching or talk about hitting?
Two balls, two strikes to Bill Freehan. The pitch to him. Ground ball foul off the left side. Freehan knocked in a run in the first inning. I said he batted in a run. That's right. The run scored on the throwing uh, of Cox, the throw that hit Krasuski in the back. That's right. So there was no run batted in for Freon in that inning. Pitch to him. Outside. Ball three. Full count. Three and two. Tigers now leading four to nothing. Starts his move, checks Horton at second. Here's the pitch. Get on the ground to Cox. He knocks it down. Checks Horton back. Throws to first base. In time at first. Three on his out. So Twaite, in his money at bat, three on has hit a hard ground shot at Cox. While he knocked this one down, came up with it. In time to check Horton back to second and throw three on out at first. Colavito warming up in the Yankee bullpen. He pitched uh, two innings in an exhibition game against Syracuse back in late July. Struck out one, gave up uh, no runs and no hits. He does know how to get to the mound. John Worth, the third baseman, struck out his first trip. Fouled one at the plate, strike one. Right now in New York Yankee baseball, let's pause for station identification. This is Bill Edwards, and join me for breakfast every morning at 7. Here on WGY 10 on your dial, Skinnick. No balls in a strike to Don Worth. There's one out. Horton is the runner at second base. He doubles. Barber looks him over. Here's the pitch to work. Check swing ground ball. Slowly hit towards rest. The shortstop has it. Makes his throw to first in time. Horton goes to third. Word is out. Short to first. Two away. The batter will be the catcher, Jim Price. The right-hand batter grounded out to Cox at third, his first time up. Horton is the runner at third. Barber's six to Price. Over but low, ball one. Price has been in 50 games prior to this. He's been at about 109 times. Barber throws. He hits a high fly ball down the left field side. Over to the corner goes Bill Robinson, makes the catch in fair territory, and the spot is retired. Bill Robinson, right at the foot of the foul pole in the left field corner, retires Price. The Tigers get two runs on three hits. There were no errors, and one man is left on base. So at the end of the two inning, a two and a half innings to play, the score is Detroit four and the Yankees nothing. to the bottom half of the third inning. 
Steve Barber leads off for the Yankees. Barber, Clark, and Gibbs. Thompson on the mound for Detroit has a four-run lead. And the first pitch to Barber, drag, one is called. Barber has been up 34 times this year without a base hit. Next pitch, fastball, strike two calls. No balls, two strikes. See if Dobson waits one. He does. High and inside. One ball, two strikes. Slow breaking curveball. Horace Clark on deck, and then Jake Gibbs. One two pitch on the way. Inside fastball makes it two and two. two pitch coming. Barber fouls it off the shin guards of Jim Price, the catcher. Barber steps away and let's see, he wants the rosin bag, I believe. Very warm, very humid afternoon. A lot of perspiration can come dripping down the arms, around the wrist. Get in the hand, so Barber wanted to get it away with the rosin. He steps in again with a two-ball, two-strike count. Nobody on, nobody out. Dobson has the sign. Here's his pitch. Barber, it's a ground ball to the right side. Base hit! In the right field. Pass Magic, and Barber has his first hit of the year. Number two for the Yankees. Barber is on with a leadoff single. Had a little chat with first base coach Whitey Ford. That's the essence of the conversation was who says pitchers can't hit? Breon will not hold him on at first. Clark steps in, sends a foul back toward the mezzanine level. Up into the press box instead. Now Dobson, uh, the pitcher, wants a towel brought out to him. Dobson mops his face, his hands, his wrists, and his arms. In the broadcast booth, our thermometer shows 92 degrees. Very, very humid. There's a breeze, but we don't feel any of it in here. See the flag rippling pretty well on the roof. One strike picks the clock. Just outside. Makes it one and one. Barber, the runner at first. Three hands playing in halfway. One deal. Outside and high. Two balls and a strike. Crowd getting into the game now. 
high to drop ball three. And crowd gets a little more rambunctious. Hoping for a Yankee rally here in the third inning. Barber at first, nobody out. Detroit is leading four to nothing. The pitch to Clark, strike called at full three and two. Salavito is no longer warming up in the Yankee bullpen. Looking out there, we can see him with a jacket over his right arm. He had been throwing. 3-2 pitch will be coming to Clark. Here it comes. Ground ball as it's up, matches the second baseman. He tags Barber. Barber knocks him down. He makes no throw to first base. Now let's see if they're going to call the runner out for They will call it a double play. First base umpire Clark. He did not call it. Bob Stewart, the second base umpire, did. And now for a study, racing across from the third base pitching box, arguing, so is Hulk arguing. Tagged Barber. Feared that Barber threw a shoulder into him, knocked him down. Matchick made no throw down the first base on Clark. But Bob Stewart has ruled a double play, charging interference by Barber. Now carries the argument to Bob Stewart. Crescetti very seldom argues in a game. But Crescetti came charging across the diamond to put up an argument. Swings on the first pitch, bounces a fair ball down to first, freehand, scoops it up behind the bag, makes the play unassisted, and the side is retired. No runs, one hit, no errors, nobody left on base. And now at the end of three innings of play, the scoreboard total show the Yankees, no runs, two hits, one error. The Tigers, four runs, five hits, and one error. Yankees in the loss column trail Oakland by one, and they trail Cleveland and Boston by only two games in the loss column. Then come the Minnesota Twins in sixth place, California seventh, Chicago eighth, and, or rather Chicago ninth, and Washington is tenth. Yankees fifth, the Yankees sixth, Minnesota seventh, California eighth, Chicago ninth, and Washington tenth. And now we go to the top half of the fourth inning. Leading off. Here's Tom Magic. Barber's first pitch is over for a strike. The wind up, the next pitch, blown away. Evens the count at one and one. Magic was part of the Yankee Stadium infield on the back of his uniform. One one pitch. Foul 
called back. Well, the press box has just informed us that plate umpire Marty Springstead, who was not involved in the Barber Magic play a moment ago, said that it was ruled a double play because Barber had elbowed Magic, knocked him down, and prevented Magic from making what Springstead called the automatic double play. All right, a one-two pitch now to Magic. Ground ball hit towards Clark. To his left, he has it. Throws over to Mantle in time, and there's one out. see Barber's elbow. It looked like he threw a little bit of a shoulder, maybe, into Magic. But anyway, Magic hit the deck, and the double play was ruled. Here's Dobson, the pitcher. Takes outside, ball one. Dobson is a right-hand batter. Tigers leading, 4-0. Barber winds, kicks and throws. High and outside, ball two. Yankees in sixth place lead the seventh place Minnesota Twins by three full games after Minnesota split a twin bill with Chicago. Evening, Chicago winning four to two in the first game, Minnesota nine to one in the nightcap. Barber misses outside and he's behind three and zero now to his opposing pitcher Pat Dobson. Dobson lost it a fly ball to right field his first time up. takes the time, kicks and throws, strike call at three and one. Dobson steps back, looks down to third base coach Tony Cuccinello to see if the take is on. Wally Moses coaches at first base for Detroit. We'll know in a moment, here's the three-one pitch. He takes ball four, it's outside, and Dobson draws a walk. That is the third walk given up by Barber. He has struck out one. The batter now is Mickey Stanley. The center fielder singled in the first inning, scored the first run. He grounded out in the second. Stanley takes a strike. The official score now says that the double play a moment ago in which Barber knocked down Magic at second will be scored 4-4-3. One strike pitch to Stanley. Swung on in this strike two. So Magic will be credited with a put out and an assist and three on at first base gets a put out. 0-2 pitch to Stanley. Check swing and it's high for a ball one and two. Barber checks first for Dobson. Here's his pitch. Foul back. Right off the end of the bat. Stanley tried to check his swing and could not. playing back, not holding against Dobson. Barber looks and deals, and the pitch bounces off the plate. Gibbs has no idea where it is. 
Dobson races on down to second. Gibbs picks it up behind the dish. And it's a wild pitch. Charge to Barber. So Dobson moves to second, eliminating the possibilities of the regular double play. The count has gone two and two on Stanley. Barber in the move. And the pitch coming low for ball three and a full count. Double the fourth. Tigers four, the Yankees nothing. Pat Dobson, the runner at second, one out. 3-2 pitch to Stanley. Lined out in the center field, and it's in for a base hit. And it's off Peppertone's glove. By the time he picks it up, there'll be no play at the plate. Dobson scores, and the Tigers lead five to nothing. Ball hit in front of Peppertone, kicked off to his right. He knocked it down with a gloved hand. Had to stop there and pick it up, and that eliminated any chance of a play at the plate, if there would have been one anyway. There is no error on it. It's a run batted in for Stanley. It's now Detroit 5 and New York nothing with Dick Krasuski the batter. Krasuski has been up twice. He's been on twice and he has scored twice. And the first pitch to him is a ball. He walked in the first inning, singled in the third. Mantle holding against Stanley at first base. Barber's next pitch, line to center field, base hit. Stanley down around second stop as Peppertone feels it cleanly and rifles it into stretch. And here comes Manager Ralph Hawk on his way to the mound. is talking with Barber and Gibbs and now makes the motion toward the bullpen and let's see who he's going to bring in. Will it be Colavito? Still waiting for somebody to come through the gate. It will be Colavito. Rocky Colavito. will be making his first pitching appearance for the Yankees. He did pitch once before in a regular league game for the Cleveland Indians. So Colavito will take his uh, turn on the mound. Listen to the crowd. Barber has gone three and a third inning. He left seven hits, walked three, struck out one, and has been charged with five runs.
Had quite a reception when he came on. He throws fastballs. That's about all. He pitched, uh, as we told you, two innings against Syracuse in an exhibition game on July 25th. We talked to Ralph Hawk about his impression of Calavito as a pitcher and how said he surprised me in the fact that he could get the ball over the plate. He did not give up any runs or any hits. He struck out one batter. And as he takes his warm-up throws, he's fired in pretty good to Jake in. So it looks like his fastball is sinking. And uh, by strange coincidence, the first man he faces will be Al Kaline. The Rocky Colavito, who has, through his career, been known more for hitting home runs than trying to prevent home runs from being hit, comes on to pitch for the Yankees. Colavito with 371 career home runs in 15th place on the home run, uh, all-time home run list, coming on this afternoon as a pitcher for the Yankees. He'll work to K-Line with runners at first and second. One out, one run across, and Detroit leading five to nothing. Shortstop Tom Fresh has come into the mound to confer with Colavito. And this is going to be interesting to watch. Let's see what happens. As Colavito pitches to K-Line. He stretches, very short stretch. Looks back to second, and the pitch. Drag is called. Listen to the fans. You think this isn't a joyful bunch out here today? Here the Yankees are behind five to nothing, but they get something new to get their interest up. Colavito pitching for only the second time in his major league career and his first time for the Yankees. One strike pitch. Oh, oh, a blooper pitch way up high. A ball and a strike. Now Gibbs goes out to check with him. I talked to Rocky about uh, the one time that he did relieve in a league game for Cleveland. He said, you know who I relieved? Dwight Wilhelm. It was just before Wilhelm was traded to Baltimore. 1-1 one, one pitch. Outside. Fastball. The game in which Colavito did his other relief pitching job was also against Detroit. Here's the pitch. Get on the ground towards Fresh. Tommy has only one play to first base in time to get K-Line. The runners move up as K-Line grounds out to Fresh. Stanley goes... down to third base. Krasuski is on his second, and the batter will be Willie Horton.
Wooden has walked and doubled and driven in two runs. He's down low with a fastball to Wooden. Ball one. Gordon was managing Cleveland when Rocky Colavito was used in his other pitching assignment. He's low again to Horton. It was in 1958. He pitched three innings. Walked three, struck out one, gave up no runs and no hits. He's behind Horton. Two balls and no strikes. Back off the rubber. Kicks and throws. Horton hits a ground ball. Foul on the third base side. A real shot. Just like his double back in the third inning. But this one, instead of being fair by inches, was foul by inches. Almost hit the base runner, Mickey Stanley. Base runner at third as he comes down the line. If he knows what he's doing, he'll always be in foul territory. So if he's hit by a ground ball, he will not be out and the batter will not uh, be out. So the batter is never out when he hits a base runner with a ground ball. It's always the runner who is out. The batter is always credited with a base hit, but the runner at third does not want to be hit in fair territory and be eliminated. 2-1 pitch to Horton is outside. Ball three, three and one. Top of the fourth, Detroit five, the Yankees nothing. There are two outs. There are runners at second and third. Rocky Colavito in relief of Steve Barber on the pitching mound. Glances at third, looks down to give. Colavito brings the hands together, kicks and deals. Horton pops up. See if Gibbs has a play. Probably not. It'll be on the screen. Out of reach. Count fills three and two. It used to be in the major leagues that you had to designate your pitchers. In other words, if you had, say, a Steve Barber on the mound and a Colavito in right field, you wanted Colavito to pitch to one batter. You couldn't put Barber out in right and bring Colavito in to pitch and then change back again unless you had listed a Colavito as a pitcher. But to get around that ruling, all clubs just listed all 25 of their men, designated them all as pitchers. So the rule was thereby abolished. It was just uh, outmoded. So now anybody on your ball club can be used as a pitcher if the manager so desires. Three and two coming to Willie Horton. He hits it out in the air into left field. Bill Robinson close in under it. Makes the catch and the crowd is retired. Listen to the crowd. Tigers get a run on two hits. No errors and two left at the end of the top of the fourth. The score, Tigers five, Yankees nothing. 
up as Mickey Mantle comes out to lead off the bottom half of the fourth inning. Mantle fouled out to the third baseman his first trip. Dobson throws. Mickey takes a strike on a breaking ball that rolled in on the inside corner just above the knees. And the 0-1 pitch. High this time. Dobson working quickly with a 5 to nothing lead. Mantle needing one home run to move ahead of all-time great Jimmy Fox. 1-1 pitch. Get on the ground foul off the first base side. One and two. To Mickey Mantle. Dobson throws. Mantle pops it up. Out near second base. The shortstop. Dick Krasuski is calling for it. Under it and makes the catch. Mantle is retired, one out, and right now on New York Yankee baseball, let's pause for station identification. One out, Pepitone the batter, Joe lined up to the first baseman, Freehan, his first time up. Freehan made a leaping catch of the line drive. He swings on this one, looks one out of the shallow center, Stanley after it, cannot get it. He shot the ball, and Pepitone has a base hit. Curveball is popped up on the first base side foul. Freehand after it and makes the catch. Freehand, the first baseman, retires Costco. Two outs and the batter is Tommy Craig. Bottom half of the fourth. Tigers leading 5 nothing.
short stretch by Dobson. And the pitch to Bill Robinson. Low and outside. Forward. Washington still tied one to one going to the fourth inning. One oh pitch to Robinson. Curveball is fouled back. Mets scored a run in the first, lead Cincinnati one to nothing. Phillies and the Braves score at the end of one. Pirates and the Cardinals, nothing, nothing at the end of one. Chicago at Houston, San Francisco at Los Angeles, not yet underway. Cleveland-Washington game, the only other one in the American League that is underway. One ball, one strike to Bill Robinson. Dobson. Starts his move. Looks back to second for Pepitone. Here's the pitch. Robinson hits the ground ball. The bounce is on through and it's going to be a base hit. Pepitone will score. Great. Round second and slips back to help the throw into second. professional baseball in 1951 at Daytona Beach in the Florida State League. The game continues at the beginning of side three. Played in six all-star games. Are now pitching this afternoon against the Detroit Tigers. Ready to work to right-hand hitting Bill Freehand. Fastball is fouled on the ground down the third base line. 
Detroit, five runs, seven hits, no errors. The Yankees, one run, five hits, and one error. One strike pitch. Breaking ball, and it's blown away. One and one. Calavito uh, takes a regular turn, pitching batting practice when he's not playing. He fires to free hand and gets a strike, and there it's one ball and two strikes. Tell you one thing, Calavito's got the crowd with him. It was amazing when he came off the mound. After getting Horton on a fly ball to end the fourth inning, he pokes down the first base side, stood up for him. He turns one over and misses outside with a two and two. Steps back off the rubber, rubs up the baseball, steps on again. He does, he's got the pitcher's moves. Two two pitch. Three and leans away from it, ball three inside. Full count, three and two. Calavito rubbing on the ball again. Next road trip coming up for the Yankees. Calavito and Barber will have something to talk about, won't they? He delivers. Freehand pops it up. Foul. Headed for the seat on the first base side. Comes down in the crowd. Calavito doesn't do any wind-up. Just brings his hands together. Doesn't try to hide the baseball from the view of the batter. And now he steps back on the grass, gets off the skin of the pitching rubber to rub on the baseball and mop the perspiration away with the left shoulder and left sleeve of his uniform shirt. Now steps on again. Brings his hands together, kicks and throws, and he's low with a fastball and three on his arm. First walk and the first base runner against Calavito. The batter will be John Word, who has struck out and grounded out to the shortstop in two appearances. Fields Word, outside. So far, I guess Calavito may be the only pitcher in the major leagues that has never been scored upon. into the upper deck. Makes it one ball and one strike to Don Worth. Rocco Domenico Salavito. Born August 10th, 1933. Right here in the Bronx. This is home now in Temple, Pennsylvania. One one pitch to work. High. Two balls and a strike. In the Major League, Calavito has been with Cleveland, Detroit, Kansas City, back to Cleveland, the White Sox, the Dodgers, and now the Yankees. Two-one pitch to Don Work. Ball outside, and the count is three and one. Pitch. Work 
swings and misses. Strike two. Keith Mars, good buddy from Sports Illustrated, standing over here next to the booth. Says that Colavito and Word are now neighbors over in Pennsylvania. Fleet Temple, PA, is sort of a suburb of Reading, and that's where Word lives at Reading. Brianne leads away from first. 3 2 pitch. Brianne goes. Word pops it up. Foul on the first base side. Gibbs and Mantle both there. Gibbs calling for it, and Gibbs has it. So Word is retired. Brianne back to first base. One out, and Jim Price, the catcher, steps in. Cleveland against Detroit. The pitch outside, ball one. Now, bet when the writers talk to Colavito after this game, he'll say, Well, you know, he said, I think my control was pretty good considering I'd had 10 years rest. 1 0 pitch. High. Two balls and no strikes. Welcome to Binghamton, New York Baseball Club. Three balls and no strikes to Jim Price. Colavito kicks and deals, pours it right down the middle for a strike at three and one. Colavito has played. He's been very popular with the fans. It was three and one, and it's outside ball four. Frank walk. That moves three and down to second, and Colavito gives up his second base on balls. The batter will be Tom Magic, the second baseman. You know, our baseball Western Union wire service that sends information around the country on half-inning scores pitching changes, home runs. You imagine the surprise now. All the radio stations and ballparks around the country when they see the pitching change for the Yankees and see Colavito. Now, first thing those guys are want to know, is he really pitching or did he hit a home run? Matchick swings and pops one high in the air down the first baseline. Mantle in fair territory is under it and makes the catch. There are two away. pitcher, Pat Dobson. Dobson drew a walk from Barber in the fourth inning and scored run number five for Detroit. Barber walked three, two of the walks scored. The pitch to Dobson. Fastball misses outside. Ball one. 
Alvito again, mopping the perspiration away with the uniform shirt sleeve. Throws the rubber, looks straight down at his feet, now looks into Gibbs. Short stretch, holds the set below the belt. Kicks and draws, playing in a miss by Dobson. Ball on the strike. ahead, five to one. There's a foul headed back into the upper deck. That is one ball and two strikes on Dobson. Mickey Stanley is on deck. One, two, three. In the dirt, blocked by Gibbs. Two balls, two strikes. Two on, two gone. Two balls and two strikes on number 22, Pat Dobson. Palomino's pitch to him. Fouled away again to the upper deck on the first base side. Second baseman, Horace Clark, 
0 for 2 so far. Not about to shortstop. And then with Barber on first in the third inning, Clark hit a ground ball to Matchick, the second baseman. That was a controversial play where Matchick tagged Barber, and Barber knocked him down. Umpire Bob Stewart ruled a double play. Clark sends a fly ball out on the shallow left. Horton is there. Downs the glove, makes the catch to a lane. Jake Gibbs. Gibbs has bounced back to the pitcher and grounded out to Freehan at first base on a pitcher. Two outs and nobody on. Tigers leading five to one. Dobson rocks and throws outside. Ball one. Mantle is on deck. And the 1-0 pitch. Is in there for a strike. Gibbs taking all the way. One ball, one strike. Gibbs scratches up a little dirt. Pats his hands together. Steps back in. One-one pitch from Pat Dobson. Low inside. Two balls and one strike. by Gibbs leaving the count. Two and two. Bright sun beating down. Scoreboard shows the Tigers five runs and seven hits. The Yankees one run, five hits. Pat Dobson. Rocks back on the left foot. And the pitch. Gibbs pops it up in the shallow center. Mickey Stanley is under it. The center fielder makes the catch and the side is retired. The Yankees go three up, three down with nothing across. And now at the end of five full innings of play, the score, Tigers five and the Yankees one. Walking in a little wonderland. Brown crews walk through its faces, uh, smoothing the infield, getting ready for the top half of the sixth inning. And as the Detroit Tigers come out, they'll be starting off at the top of their batting order. And moving in behind the microphone to tell you all about the rest of this ball game this afternoon. Here is Jerry Coleman. Jerry? Okay, Frank, thank you very much. I had a little trouble getting in here, dropped my scorecard, and had to get things set. A 5-1 to one ball game as we go into the sixth inning. For the Detroit Tigers, facing Rocky Colavito, and that's a strange one to come up with. Colavito making his second Major League pitching appearance. Still hasn't given up a base hit. It's three hitless innings back in 1958 and two, and uh, rather one and a third so far in this ball game. Fires a fastball to Mickey Stanley. Ball one outside. Stanley is two for three. Detroit leading five to one. They've got seven base hits. The Yankees have five. All of the runs coming off Steve Barber. Colavito to Stanley. It's low, two and oh. And this is Colavito's biggest problem. He's had trouble with his control. Walked a couple of men in the fifth inning and was behind a few of the hitters. It's a warm day, so he'll have to stay out in front of these hitters if he's going to last out there. Last ball is in there by Colavito. Two balls and one strike. Yankees coming into this ball game. Two under 500 with a record of 61 and 63. That's the closest they've been to 500 since May the 30th. They've won 10 of 13. Colavito fires. This one fouled off just to our right. Two balls and two strikes. Mickey Stanley came into the ballgame batting at 256. 
The Yankees have five base hits, and three of them fell just in front of the outstretched club of Mickey Stanley. Two balls, two strikes. Stanley at the plate. Waiting, Calavito fires high, almost over the head of Gibbs, three and two. Dick Suzuki on deck, and Al Kaline to follow. I'd like to see Calavito be able to get that ball over more consistently. It's kind of tough, you know, not being a regular pitcher to come in there and have that sharp control. So he is really rearing back. Here's the next one. The payoff pitch hit high in the air, right side, Mantle, with a chance at it near the railing, reaching in, and did he get it? No, he didn't get it. Somebody, a boy, stuck up his glove and took the ball out of Mantle's glove right there. Mantle's glove was just a hair under the glove of the boy standing in the first row. And as we can see it, the boy took the ball away from Mickey, but John Flaherty, the first base umpire, made a uh, flashing motion off his fingers as if to say the ball tipped off Mantle's glove. Well, there's a great example of how a spectator can change the complexion of the ball game. Mantle was waiting for that ball, and the appeared as though he had it, and the boy just stuck up his glove and took it away from him. Now, had that ball been on the field side of the fence, the batter could have been called out, but it was in the stands, and Mantle was just reaching in. And the kid just took it away from him. I'd love to talk to Mickey about that. The next one is Stanley. Hit the right field. Waiting for it is Costco, and he's got it one away. Right now, it's New York Yankee baseball. Let's pause for a station identification. Join me, Bill Edwards, in weekday morning, 7 to 10, here on WGY 10 on your dial, connected. Dick Trezuski has walked, singled twice. He's two for two, scored a couple of runs, hits this one in the air behind a plate. Gibbs. Coming over near the railing, and he doesn't get it. There was a spectator there. Jake didn't get to the ball. The ball flicked off the spectator's hands, and just about the time it did, Gibbs came barreling in and almost took the spectator with him. Strike one to count. When Calavito gets the ball over, and the batters swing, they've been popping up. Top of the sixth inning, Detroit five, Yankees one. Calavito into the windup. Serve is just outside. One ball, one strike, one out. Tony Cuccinello pushing at third base. At first base, Wally Moses. Detroit leading the league by six and a half coming into today's action. Rocky fires a fastball into Kazuski. It's inside, two balls and one strike. It's the first time Calavito had questioned or has questioned the call of the plate umpire, Marty Springsteen. Infield and outfield, about straight away with Suzuki up there, and not too deep. 2-1 pitch, Suzuki swings and misses, 2-2, two two. fastball on the letter. Calavito came on for Barber in the fourth inning. So far, has gone along unscathed. He's been a little erratic with his control, and that's all. 2-2 two two pitch, on the way, curve is high. Three balls and two strikes. Calavito doesn't have much of a curveball, but he's got a good fastball. All these doubleheaders coming up. Out going to Calavito. The next one is fouled off by Suzuki. 
Three balls, two strikes. Yankees have another game to play today. They've got two tomorrow night. First one at 5 o'clock. Two on Tuesday afternoon, and the first one starts at 1. Doubleheader tomorrow and Tuesday against the California Angels. Strike three calls, and Kazuki is caught looking. That's Calavito's first strikeout. You don't think the fans here at Yankee Stadium aren't for Rocky Calavito? Oh, brother, everything he does, they roar. Now Al Kaline is coming on, and Kaline is the first batter that Calavito has pitched to before. He's gone through the first nine then. Now Kaline coming up for a second chance at Calavito. Al takes a curve that's low for ball one. Everybody feeling each other out. Calavito feeling out the hitters. The hitters feeling out Calavito. But now they've seen him. Let's see what happens on this next go-round. Two out. Nobody on. The pitch. K-line. Fouls it back. Out of play. Over our head. One ball. One strike. Calavito, a big blessing for manager Ralph House with his uh, pitching shortage and all these games coming up. Rocky, the 1-1 one, one pitch to K-Line. Hit hard into left center. That's been for a base hit. Could be two. K-Line around first is going to try for it. Puppetone throw is not in time. And K-Line's got a double. That's his third hit of the afternoon. A double into left center. The first hit off Calavito. Now Willie Horton is coming on. He's walked. Doubles. Fly to left. Incidentally, Al K-Line gets the first major league hit. Off Rocky Calavito. Calavito. At the set position. Kick. Delivers. Horton hits one high in the air. Behind the plate. Gives no chance to get to it. He's been dropped in the seat. One strike to count. In the sixth inning, Cleveland four and the Senators four, and we'll be along at the end of six full innings of play to bring you a rundown of all the games in both the American and the National. One strike to count on Willie Horton. Colavita sets the pitch way outside. One ball and one strike. We mentioned California coming in for a twin-eye doubleheader. You know what they have to do? They're playing Oakland on the West Coast. And they could get that all-night flight, which brings in about 6 o'clock in the morning. Unless they have a charter flight. And that doubleheader tomorrow night. Fastball outside to Willie Horton by Calavito. Two balls and one strike. Detroit leading the Yankees 5-1. to one. We're in the sixth inning with two outs at second base, Al Kaline. Two balls, one strike, two outs. Kaline at second. Calavito kicks. Here it is, Horton waiting. Oh, line drive, third baseman. Oh, boy, that was hit. 
Roddy Cox picking off the line drive by Willie Horton. No runs are hit and one left on the score after five and a half. Detroit five runs on eight hits. The Yankees one run on five. Mickey Mantle waiting. Curve is inside for a ball. Mantle and Horace Clark had an unusual thing. When they came into this game, they were batting the same from the right and from the left side. Mickey takes high and outside, 2-0. and oh. Clark is batting 221, both right-handed and left-handed. Mantle, 230, both right-handed and left-handed. Three balls and no strikes now to Mickey. A fastball by Dobson, just a little low. Pepitone on deck. The 3-0 pitch to Mantle. Right in there. Three balls, one strike. Tad Dobson ready again. The right-hander into the windup. Fires. A ground ball well hit to the second baseman. Tom Matrick is up with it. Over to three and Mantle is out of there. So Mickey now is over for three. Here's Joe Pepitone. Put a line drive to the first baseman, Bill Freeman, in the second. Single to center and scored the only Yankee run in the fourth. One down, Joe Pepitone the batter. Pepitone came into the ball game at 244. One for two, takes a strike. Third ball at the knees, turned around and said something that Spring said, not much. No balls, one strike, one out. Dobson to Pepitone, curve ball, he swings and misses, strike two. He's really giving it to Spring said on that first call. Probably saying something like, well, look what you did to me. Now you called that first one a strike, and I swung at a bad ball. That'll happen sometimes. You get a little bit restless up there, afraid to take a pitch, if you think the umpire has taken one away from you. Two-strike delivery by Dobson to Pepitone. On the ground to the second baseman, Matrick makes an easy play out of it. Two up, two down. Mantle bouncing out to second, and now Pepitone. Andy Costco dropped a double in front of Mickey Stanley in the second. Foul to first in the fourth. Two out, nobody on. Costco waiting. Dobson delivers on the corner for a strike. Third ball is outside. One ball and one strike. of baseball. It's a warm, hot day. It was 93 degrees a moment ago. Good day for the spectators. 
Tough on the players. There's a high pop on the right side. Jim Price over by the Yankee dugout. Can't get to it. One ball and two strikes on Andy Costco. Costco came into the game batting an even 230. Fast outs in the right-hander. Getting the sign from his catcher price. Ready. The one-two pitch to Costco. Curveball hit on the ground. Foul. The swing kicking off the fence on the left side. Frank Cristetti after it. Count remains one ball and two strikes. Tommy Fresh on deck. Costco waiting. Dobson fires a change up that misses outside. Two balls and two strikes. Twinite doubleheader tomorrow night. It'll be Al Downing and Fritz Peterson going up against the California Angels. And that first game starts at 5 o'clock. Costco hits one to left field, high in the air. Willie Horton in the gap in left center. Moving over there, he's... Oh, it hit him! The ball hit him! He lost it in the sun. And Costco is on a second base with a double. It looked like he had it all the way. I thought it hit him in the head, but apparently not. He just went down. He lost that ball in the sun. Horton apparently doesn't have glasses. It may have hit him in the neck. Trying to see if he's got glasses. He's got his hat off right now. He had that ball all the way, and then suddenly it hit him. He does have glasses. Mayo Smith waving out there. Something to the effect, get your glasses down on those balls. He had the ball all the way. I don't know where it hit him. It hit him in the neck or in the shoulder. At first, I thought the head. But Costco... Is it second base? We, it's a, no, we still don't have a ruling on a hit or an error at this point. Tommy Tresh is at the plate right now. Takes ball one. They're giving Costco a double. It's just being flashed on the board. Tommy Tresh. Waiting. Costco at second. The 1-0 delivery. It's low and in the dirt. Two balls and no strikes. That was an easy fly ball. Horton was just waiting for it. It was on its way down. And suddenly it hit him and down he went. For a moment we thought he was hit on the head, but apparently not. High on the shoulder. Or around the neck area. And Costco's got himself a double. The 2-0 pitch to Tresh is outside. Three balls and no strikes. So that little play right there... Could be a big one. We'll have to wait and see. Tommy Tresh is one for two. Top to second, single to center. It's often that we've seen a ball player lose a ball the way Horton did and take it somewhere in the neck or head area. Tresh takes a fastball down the middle. Three balls and one strike. Detroit leading 5-1. Costco second base. Bottom of the sixth. Two outs. Three balls. One strike on Tresh. Pat stops in the right-hander. Set. Delivers. And Tommy takes high. Ball four. Well, the play by Willie Horton could prove costly. 
Dobson is tired, no question about it. It's hot out there, and here comes Mayor Smith to talk to him. That was only the second walk given up by Dobson. So what's the ball? It was dropped by Horton did. It gave Costco a double. It made Dobson continue to pitch to trash. He walked him. And now Bill Robinson is coming on. He's got a walk and a single. He's driven in the only Yankee run in the fourth. Runners at first and second, two outs, and the Yankees trailing by four, a five-to-one ball game. The Yankee pitchers tomorrow, Downing and Peterson, for the California Angels, Bennett and McLaughlin. Bill Robinson is moving in. Robbie, one for one. Facing Pat Dobson. Runners at first and second. Dobson sets, delivers. Robinson hits one to left. the Yankees back in this ball game. A three-run home run into the seats and left. And now at the plate is Bobby Cox who takes low and outside ball one. It's Detroit five and the Yankees four. And oh, baby. The stew is starting to boil. There's a ground ball foul. Thanks for Teddy. Has it on a short hop. And gets a big hand from the fans. A lost ball in the sun by Horton. A walk to Tresh. A home run by Robinson. And the Yankees are right back in it. Last of the six. Five to four. Detroit leading by one. The one-one pitch to Bobby Cox. Curve misses outside. Two balls and one strike. one to Cox. Hit the left field. Way down there. And it's a home run. It's all tied up. How do you like that? Unbelievable turn of events. 
Daryl Patterson is coming on to do the pitching. Both teams with five runs, both teams with eight hits. The Yankees at one time trailed five to nothing. Then they scored a run in the fourth, and now four here in the sixth inning. Bill Robinson's home run was his fourth and 87th of the year for the Yankees. Bobby Cox hit his sixth and 88th of the year for the Yankees. Unbelievable turn of events. The Yankees, who have won 10 of their last 13, the hottest team in the major leagues, trailing 5 to nothing, have now tied it up. Two outs. Daryl Patterson is coming in, and Rocky Calavito will be the hitter. Four runs across. Pat Dobson went five and two-thirds innings. Gave up eight base hits. Walked two men. Didn't strike out anybody. And allowed five runs. So Patterson can't win it, and he can't lose it. Check that. Dobson can't win it, and he can't lose it. Patterson will be the pitcher of record. Daryl Patterson coming on for Pat Dobson to face Rocky Colavito, who's been in there pitching since the fourth inning. One, two, lost two during his 32nd game. Earned run average 1.76. Salavito stepping in. Rocky fly to center in the fifth. Waiting. Patterson delivers a curve outside ball one. The Yankees have somebody going in the bullpen right now. You can see Jim Hegan doing some work out there. Now that the Yankees are back in this ball game, they got the bullpen going. Colavito takes high. Two balls and no strikes. A lost ball in the sun by Willie Horton. Started it all. And the Yankees tied it up. Patterson ready. Calavito takes high. Three balls, no strike. Unbelievable turn of events. Patterson, the right-handed, fires again, and Calavito takes ball four. He draws the walk. Clark is coming on. He's 0 for 3. Bounced to short, hit into a double play. That was a double play where Barber interfered with Tom Matrick, and Clark was called out at first, even though he wasn't thrown out. And then Horace slide to left. 0 for 3. Patterson sets, delivers, and Clark takes high, ball one. Patterson, born in Colinga, California. Sends the College of Sequoias. 
24 years old. He's a big guy, 6'4", 200-pounder. He was drafted as a first-year player from the Los Angeles Dodger farm system in 54. This is his first big league year, and he's doing well. Patterson waiting. Six delivers, and Clark takes. Right one. One ball, one strike. to the six. Colavito at first. Clark waiting. Hits one to right field. A base hit. Rocky Colavito on his way to third. And the Yankees have runners at first and third. The ninth batter in this inning will be Jake Gibbs. First two men, Mantle and Peppercorn, announced the second. And then it all started. Gibbs, 0 for 3. Runners at first and third. Patterson delivers. Big hit. The game continues on side four after a short delay. Two men left. 
after six full innings of play. Yankees six, the Tigers five. the ball game, and Dooley Womack comes on to do the pitching here in the seventh inning. The Yankees are leading six to five. Let me recap that last inning for you. Mantle opened up by bouncing out to second. Pepitone did the same. Two out. Then Costco hit a long, lazy fly ball to Willie Horton and left field, and Horton was perched under it, drifting toward his left, and suddenly the ball struck him around the neck area. We saw it in the head at first. Costco ended up with a double. Horton, incidentally, did not have his glasses down and lost the ball in the sun. Stretch then walked, and Robinson homered to make it 5-4. to four. Bobby Cox followed with a home run to tie it up at 5 apiece. Salavito walked, and successive singles by Clark and Gibbs made it 6-5. to five. And that's the way it stands with Bill Freehan up there in the top of the seventh. He takes the curveball from Dooley Womack for ball one. What a ball game. Three and takes outside. Two balls, no strikes. Salavito served the purpose that he was sent for. Holding the Tigers in check. The Yankees have now gone in front, and now they're back to their regular pitcher, Dooley Womack. Drive off the glove of Bobby Cox. Cox got his glove to it. Three and rounds first and holds on. The ball gets by Clark, but a nice backup by Mickey Mantle saved the day. Right now, it's New York Yankee baseball. It's cause for station identification. Harry Downey asking you to join me weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. here on WGY 810 on your dial, Schenectady. John Wirt with Bill Free in his first place, representing the tying run. It's a 6 to 5 game. Yankees leading. Work takes the fastball, it's low. The ball that Freehan hit was a wicked line drive that kicked just barely off the glove of Bobby Cox as it went by. Womack to Work. Curve is high and inside. Two balls and no strikes. Norm Cash is in the on-deck circle. He'll be coming on as a hitter for Jim Price, the catcher. That means Cash will probably stay in the game and go to first, and Freehan will move behind the plate. Dooley Womack getting a chance to pitch on his birthday. Today is Womack's birthday. Fastball is low to John Work, 3 0. Womack, 29 years old today. They've given up a base hit to Freehan, and he's 3-0 on Don Word with Norm Cash in the on-deck circle. The next one. Ball four. Runners at first and second. Don Word goes down to first. Norm Cash is a scheduled batter. Ralph House started out of the Yankee dugout, and the minute he did, Cash was called back, and now I believe... Hauk is going to wait to find out whether or not Price will come to the plate, and he is right now. The minute that Hauk went out, he took a look at Cash, and then Cash walked back to the Detroit dugout, 
And Jim Price came out, who's the regular hitter in this spot. And the minute that that happened, Hauk just turned around and came back. Apparently, Jim Price may be sent up to bunt. We'll wait and see. Price has bounced to third, fly to left and walk. Runners at first and second, three in a second. Work at first. Womack running into some trouble. Price squares and takes low and outside. Ball one. And Womack having all kinds of trouble right now. Yankees with five and a sixth lead. Six to five. Womack ready. The 1-0 pitch. Strike squares and bunts this one foul down the third base side. One ball, one strike. And now Tony Cuccinello, the third base coach, flashing all kinds of signs into Jimmy Price. Manager will switch once in a while. Let's see if Mayo Smith does. What an unbelievable turn of events. I can't say enough. Pat Dodson moving right along, and suddenly the roof fell in. Price waiting, squares again, takes the curve over his head. Two balls, one strike. Jim Price. Apparently sacrificing all the way thus far. On deck is Tom Mashick. Behind him, the pitcher, Daryl Patterson. Low max set, Price squares, and takes low, three balls and one strike. Mantle still in at first base, looking for the bunt. Jim Price waiting. Squares and bunts it in the air. Womack has it. Could be a double play. It is. Bill Finn doubled off second base on the bunt that was in the air. Womack moving toward the line. Backhanded. And for a minute, I thought we might have a triple play. But Don Wirt recovered in time to get back to first. And Freehan was doubled off second. That play went 1-6. Yankees getting a big break there. Attempted sacrifice and backfired into a double play. John Word at first. Two down. The batter now is Tom Hatchett. He's 0 for 3. What a thrilling ball game. Say, I'll tell you, we've got more baseball. Another game coming up right after this one. For the Yankees, Fred Talbot for Detroit, Mickey Lolich. Still plenty of time to see the end of this one, which is thrilling enough. And another one on top of it. Yankees six. Tigers five. New York with ten hits. Detroit nine. The pitch to Matic is low by Dooley Womack. Ball one. The 1-0 pitch is high and outside. Two balls and no strikes. Yankees sending 10 men to the plate in the bottom of the sixth to go ahead. Back-to-back home runs by Robinson and Cox. Tied it up. Walk to Colavito. Singles by Clark and Gibbs. Put the Yanks ahead. Magic fouls it at the plate. Two balls and one strike. 
Tom Matrick, young infielder, batting from the left side. Matrick is playing second base in place of Dick McAuliffe, and the Tigers have really missed Dick. He's been suspended for five days. Not games, but days. And he'll be out through Tuesday. A tough break for Detroit in a spot like this. Ground ball, Clark to his right. Flip to Trent for the force on work, and the Yankees get out of it. A play going four to six, fourth play. Work at second base. No run, one hit, one left, and the score after six and a half. Yankees six, Tigers five. Last half of the seventh inning, it'll be Pepitone, Costco, and Tommy Trish for the Yankees. Defensively, Jim Price is still behind the plate. Bill Green at first for Detroit. Tom Matchick at second. Dick Trzewski at short. Don Ward at third. Willie Horton in left. Mickey Stanley center. Al Kaline in right. Darrell Patterson, a big right-hander, on the mound. Pepitone is waiting. Patterson fires, and Pepe takes high outside. Ball one. Patterson right now is the pitcher of record for Detroit. He gave up the run and put the Yankees ahead. And the pitcher of record for the Yankees, Rocky Colavito. The 1-0 pitch to Pepitone on the ground. Brian will make the play unassisted. Pepitone, who's had a bad heel, when he doesn't have to, doesn't run hard if he can help it. One up, one down, last of the seventh. Andy Costco, who started all the fireworks with a double, off the neck of Willie Horton, one he lost in the sun. At that time, Detroit was leading five to one. The Yankees came from there after two were down to get five big ones and move ahead six to five. Costco, ground ball, nice play by Wirtz. There is he backhands it. Throws to free in in plenty of time. John Wirtz. So underestimated, I'll tell you, you, you have to watch this fellow to watch him. He made that play look easy. It was a tough backhanded half-hop. He made it look like cooking cherries off a tree. Turned the play in easily, and Costco is out. Don Wirt, no question about the ability of that young man. He can play third base. Tommy Trish, two up, two down. He takes a curve, the tie from Patterson. Ball one. Last half of the seventh inning. Yankees, six runs, ten hits. Detroit, five runs and nine. The Yankees, in the first two decisions, won them both. Mel Stottlemyre bested Dennis McLean yesterday, two to one. Tommy Tresh takes high and outside, two and oh. Stan Bonson in that first game, first game of the Twinighter the other night, won that one two to one. And then that 19-inning 3-3 tie is the reason we're playing a doubleheader here today. Fastball is outside. It tracks three balls and no strikes. Detroit does not return again to Yankee Stadium. This is it. The Yankees do go to Detroit. 3-0 delivery to Trash. It's high and outside ball four. That's the second walk given up by Darrell Patterson. Robinson getting a standing ovation by some of the fans here. 
He was the guy who really propelled the Yankees back in the ballgame. After Costco got the double and fresh walk, he homered to make it five to four. Third ball drops right in there, strike one. The Yankees came into this ballgame with a record of 61 and 63, two under 500. They haven't been that close to 500 since May the 30th. One strike pitch to Robbie. Curve is inside. One ball and one strike. Robinson waiting. Bill is two for two. He's driven in four runs in this game. One in the dirt and a nice play by Jim Price. Holding Tommy Tresh at first. That ball is a curveball. It kicked well in front of the plate. And Price kept the ball in front of him. Holding Tresh at first. Fine play by the catcher. Catchers are probably the most underrated ball players on a ball club. So many things happen like that that the fans pay no attention to at all. And yet they're extremely difficult plays. You only notice them when they don't uh, occur if the plays aren't made. Robbie takes a curve outside. Three balls, one strike. Robinson with a walk. A single, a home run, has driven in four. Scored once. Two for two. Bill Robinson's best day of the year. Robbie has 26 RBIs. That home run was his fourth. Last half of the seventh. The Yankees are leading six to five. Tresh at first. Three and one on Robinson. Two out. Patterson sets the pitch to Robbie. It's hit high in the air. Right field. Not very deep. Matchett going back. K-line coming on. There's a collision, but not a hard one. And Matchett makes the play, but steps on Al K-line. And K-line is hobbling off. I don't believe that he is injured seriously, but he apparently did get stepped on slightly. Robinson flying out to the second baseman. No runs, no hits, no errors. One left, and the score after seven innings of play. It's the Yankees six and the Tigers five. Daniels has a 1.46 earned run average. His record, two wins, no losses, seven saves. He's making his 16th appearance. All of this since coming on in midseason. He's been the big difference. He's been the big man in the bullpen, the guy, the stopper that you must have back there. So he's being called on again to do it again, and he'll go up against Norm Cash. Cash can change the complexion of a ball game in one swipe. 19 home runs, 45 RBIs. Cash batting 251. I didn't realize this, but talking to Norm before the game, he's been up just over 300 times. He hasn't played too much. You remember early in the year, he and Matthews were alternating at first, and Stanley was playing first against left-hand pitching. Cash waiting. McDaniels delivers. They're just swinging a miss. Strike one. If anybody wants to point to the reason the hitters and their averages are so low, I think you can point to the bullpen as much as any place. McDaniels delivers. Cash misses outside. One ball and one strike on Norm Cash. Wilmot's in only one inning. It was kind of a disrupted inning. Cash on the ground. Mantle has it. Flips to McDaniel. In time, one away. 31 men in a row for Lindy McDaniel. 
Corey going 3-1. Womack, we mentioned, had a little tough time with it. Bill Freeman got a single down where it walked, and then Jim Price attempting to bunt. Sacrifice the runners along. Bunted a line drive that Womack grabbed backhanded and doubled Freeman off. It was a big break for the Yankees in that spot. One down. Here's Mickey Stanley. Two for four. Waiting. Swing and a miss. As McDaniel shows him that football. Lindy McDaniel, the fourth Yankee pitcher, and the Yankees are leading six to five. There's five big runs in the sixth inning. Put him out in front. Stanley takes outside. One ball, one strike. Gates Brown has moved into the on-deck circle for Dick Trzuski. Lindy McDaniel. Into the wind-up. There's a drive to right. Well hit. But right there is Andy Costco. Two up and two down, and now the pinch hitter par excellence, Gates Brown, coming on. Gates Brown, 16 pinch hits, had a most for a Tiger since Vic Wirtz, who had 17 back in 1962. As a pinch hitter, Brown is hitting 516, 16 for 31, batting 397 overall. What a year. Left-hand batter with power. Takes one high. It's ball one. And McDaniel knows that this guy can hit him. Brown has four home runs, three of those as a pinch hitter. 11 RBIs, six RBIs as a pinch hitter. Powerful man. Back from the plate. Holds the bat on the end. Waiting. Lindy McDaniel getting the sign from his catcher. The 1-0 delivery is just outside. Two balls and no strikes. Cash batting for Patterson. Bounced out to Mantle. Stanley lined out to Costco and right. Two down. Eighth inning. Yankees leading six to five. Lindy McDaniel. Called on again. Ready. Kick. Delivers. Curve ball. Hit hard to right. And it's a base hit. Off the wall. Costco is after it. Brown, who can run, is in the second base easily with a double. Brown, unbelievable. His 17th pinch hit. And he is now tied Vic Wirtz for the most recorded pinch hits by a Tiger in the club's history because the statistics about pinch hitters are uncertain before 1954. Gates Brown has just tied Vic Wirtz for most pinch hits by a Tiger and more important... He's a tying run. He's on a second base. Two outs. And Mr. Al Kaline, one of the all-time greats, is there. McDaniel delivers. It's outside ball wide. That's the first batter to reach base off Lindy McDaniel after retiring 32 in a row. K line three for four has driven in a run, scored one. Yankees leading six to five. Here's the pitch. K line, a half swing, called strike one. That's the fourth ball. Lindy McDaniel moving into the meat of this Tiger ball club. K line, Horton, Freeman. 
But all hit, they've all got power. Yankees six, Tigers five, one one account on K line. Here's the pitch. Fouled off on the right side, and that'll go into the stands out of play. Both teams with ten base hits. So those of you who may have just tuned in, Rocky Calavito with the Tigers ahead of the Yankees, five to nothing, came on to pitch. He went two and two thirds innings and did not give up a run. Gave up only one hit. Walked a couple, struck out a batter. And then after the Yankees went ahead, Womack came in for an inning, and now McDaniel. Here's the one-two pitch. K-line, a chopper toward the right side. Clark up with a trip to McDaniel, who's serving at first. And the side is retired, and Moses and K-line are arguing with John Flaherty that McDaniel is off the base. Here comes Mayo Smith. Mayo Smith on the run. He wants to know about it. Well, we'll have to wait, but right now, after seven and a half, the Yankees lead the Detroit Tigers six to five. Don McMahon, veteran right-hander, came up in 1957, been around a long time. The Yankees. Six runs, ten hits, one error. Detroit, five runs, ten hits, and no errors. The Yankees have won ten of their last 13, are two under 500, trying to make it 11 of 14. They'd love to make it 12 of 15 to pick up that second game if they can. The Detroit Tigers leading the American League by six and a half before the action today, battling and scrambling to stay up there. Still a month to go of this baseball season. Five weeks from today to be back. A swing and a miss by Bobby Cox off the slant of Don McMahon. It's strike one. Bottom of the eighth, just getting underway. Yankees leading by a run. McMahon ready again. Third ball misses outside. One ball and one strike. Lindy McDaniel is in there for the Yankees. Been an Iron Man in the last month and a half. Here's the one-one pitch to Cox, way outside. Two balls and one strike. Darrell Patterson is the pitcher of record for Detroit right now, and guess who for the Yankees? Rocky Colavito. Two-one delivery to Bobby Cox. Fouls it on the left side. Faster said he goes after, and then says nuts and lets it go. Two balls and two strikes. Fine crowd on the hand here. A big crowd for this Sunday doubleheader. Two more tomorrow night. First one at five. Two more on Tuesday. The first one starts at one. Both of those doubleheaders tomorrow night and Tuesday against the California Angels. Don McMahon ready. Delivers and Cox swings and misses strike three. Got him on a curveball. Lindy McDaniel getting quite a hand as he steps in. Don McMahon on the mound for Detroit. Making his 39th appearance of the year. Has a record of 4-1. and one. Earned run average 1.93. Lindy McDaniel 
The veteran right-hand pitcher against the veteran right-hander for Detroit McMahon. There's a foul off to our right. To right one. McDaniel, 0 for 9. In those uh, nine official at-bats, he struck out seven times. Lindy is not much of a hitter, as you can see. Third is way outside. One ball, one strike. And now let's pause for station identification. This is WGY, a General Electric Broadcasting Company station in Schenectady. McMahon, the right-hander, ready again. Fires, and McDaniel takes it. Strike two. One ball, two strikes. Don McMahon, ready again. The one-two pitch. Swung on a miss. Strike three. Lindy McDaniel going down swinging. Second strikeout for McMahon. Now here's for Clark. Clark, one for four. If you want to look ahead, it'll be Willie Horton, Bill Freeman, and Don Work going up against Lindy McDaniel in the top of the ninth with the Yankees leading right now six to five. Donald John McMahon, born in Brooklyn, New York, 1930. An attempt at bunt by Clark. He pulls his bat out of the way. It's ball one. Man, 6'2", 220 pounds, 38 years old. Veteran right-hander, ready again. The 1-0 pitch to Clark, low and inside. Two balls and no strikes. This man still has the good stuff. He started with the Milwaukee Braves in 57. Went to Houston, and then to Cleveland, to Boston, Chicago. And now here to Detroit this year. The third club in 60, uh, oh, wait a minute. He was with Chicago. It's only a second club. Here's a ground ball to Norm Cash. Clark is out of there unassisted. Three up and three down. And the score after eight full innings of play. The Yankees six and the Tigers five. Willie Horton. So far in the game has walked, doubled, lined hard to third. Lenny McDaniel trying to hang on to give this Yankee win to Rocky Calavito if they can hang in there and stay ahead. McDaniel into the windup, kicks, delivers, and Horton swings a big one and misses strike one. Willie Horton, who hit one in the bullpen yesterday, obviously going for it. A big swing. This is probably one of the most dangerous men in baseball, Willie Horton. You can't make a mistake. He can drive the ball out of this ballpark. In just about any direction if he gets a hold of it. Horton. Waiting. McDaniel kicks, delivers, swings, and this is strike two. I say, I'd love to have a picture of this, but right at the end of my microphone is a grasshopper staring me down eyeball to eyeball. <laughs> what a shot. He's right there. He's not five inches from my nose. He's looking at me, and I'm looking at him. I thought it was a spider at first. The was. I'd have left. Two strikes on Horton. 
Willie Horton leading off the ninth inning. Lindy McDaniel trying to save the ball game for the Yankees. Ready. The two-strike pitch. High inside. One ball and two strikes. You better not get any closer. Got a grasshopper. Let's say five inches away from the end of this microphone where I'm talking. Looking right at me. Waving his antennas and his feelers around. The one-two pitch now to Horton. In the dead. Two balls, two strikes. Lindy McDaniel against Willie Horton. That's the way it matches up. One-on-one. Horton taking his time. Stands even with the plate. Straight away stance, waiting, holds the bat high, and there's here. The 2-2 two -two pitch. Swings and misses, strike three. And a, a good shortfall, a beauty. Willie Horton, one after it, missed it. Struck out, one away. Top of the ninth inning, Yankees leading, 6-5. to five. Well, the grasshopper just took off, thank goodness, in the opposite direction. Here's Bill Freehan. Bounced the third twice, walked and singled. Freehan, a slow ground ball to short. Cash up with it. Throws in time on a close play. It is a quick, a check swing bouncer that stayed low on the grass, out to short. Cash had to charge it. He got it. And just did nail Bill Freehan at first base. Two up and two down. And now John Wirt steps in. Don Wirtz, the only man between the Detroit Tigers and the New York Yankees right now. The only man that can change the complexion of this ball game as of the moment. The Yankees are leading 6-5. to Wirtz is waiting. He takes one in there. Strike one. Don is struck out. Don's to short. Foul to the catcher. Walk. Jim Northrup is in the on-deck circle. He'll be hitting for Price if he gets a chance. One strike pitch, swung on a miss, strike two. McDaniel, who came on in the seventh inning, makes that the eighth inning, gave up the double to Gates Brown as a pinch hitter, and that's all so far. No ball, two strikes, two outs. Yankees ahead, six to five, ninth inning. Don Wirtz swings the bat. McDaniel kick. Here it is. Wirt on the ground. A pressure short. He has it. Bobbles it and can't make a play. Tommy Trish had the ball. Couldn't get it in his hand. He pulled it out. As he grabbed at it, it went straight up in the air by about two feet. He grabbed at it again and it was too late. They're giving Trish an error. And now... Jim Northrup, who can hit the ball out of the park, steps in. The Tigers are still alive. Northrup, left-hand hitter, coming on to face McDaniel. Then a crazy ball game. Northrup, batting 237. Hits one, one hopper to Manuel Pierce. The ball game is over. Jim Northrup. On the first pitch, bounces out to Mantle, unassisted. And very suddenly, this ball game is over. 
The Yankees winning it by a score of six to five.